Art and Bullshit Podcast. And we're back. Guys, so it's episode, what is it, 52? We here, Broadway Studios, recording, live, pre-recorded, sheltering kind of, sort of, keeping distances. <laughs> it's the RBS Podcast family. So let's get some housekeeping out the way. Episode 52. Quick shout out to the guys over on Spotify holding us down. The listeners on Apple. Once they get us out of purgatory and get us back up on the page, if you can leave that five-star rating, that will be lit. Three niggas over on Google. We see you. Keep it popping. Um, listeners on the web. Yeah, thanks for coming back. If it's your first time here, feel free to take your shoes off for it if you got it. Drink it if you got it. Smoke it if you got it. You know what's really happening. Returning family members, I'll need to tell you guys where the refrigerator's at. You know what's going down. So, we're broadcasting. We're not on the same schedule. We're running on CPT color people time. Holler at it if you hear me. <laughs> you know how it goes down. We appreciate the love. Um, yeah. So, Broadway Studios, we over here. You know, usually we keep it lit in Studio 13. Subtract one, we in Studio 12 today with one of the homies. But before we get to that introduction, we got some announcements. The Teespring is still popping. We got some new shirts on there if you guys are interested in copying some of my paintings on shirts. We got those up. The book, third edition, that's popping. If you guys are interested, we cut it down, you know, and by cut it down, I mean, we are able to drop the price down, make it a little bit more affordable for some of you guys. So there's that. Paintings still popping. By the time you guys hear this, uh, we may have the art MBS surgical masks. We may not, but they should be here within the next few days. So be on the lookout for those. Um, is there anything else I'm trying to sell? I don't think so. Oh, let's get some uh, real quick before we uh, get busy, because we're about to get to the shits, shout outs, St. Louis, y'all been holding us down. Uh, Tennessee, good looking out. Washington, we see y'all. Indiana, yo, what's poppin'? LA, I don't really think LA fuck with me no more, but still, LA, what's happening? Um, yeah, the whole, you know, the whole Art and BS family, the alumni, we appreciate you guys. Okay, so without further ado, let's get to it. This next guest, that we have is one of my newest friends in the art game. He is one of the newest members of the Broadway Studios family. This gentleman, you know, what I, it, it's, it's real interesting, you guys, because if you've noticed, we kind of have a certain, we, we usually go like realism, like portrait artists, or like we'll go like, sometimes we get fan art, artist person, sometimes you get graffiti artists, but a lot of times I don't really get the abstract artists in here. So today we got a guy who's holding it down in Broadway Studios, one of the Broadway Studios family, an artist who not only does um, abstract art and that he does, you know, portraiture, he's been really flexing on, on some things that we'll get into a little later on. Without further ado, I would like to introduce Martica. How you doing, Martica? Damn, bro. Oh, yeah, that was a hell of an introduction, dude. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, I'm thrilled, man. I'm thrilled to be here, humbled, you know? 
and I'm excited, bro. Like, you know, as soon as you hit me up and you were like, hey, bro, like you're trying to be on the pod, I was like, bro, fuck, yeah, hell yeah, man. It's it's exciting, dude, you know? It, you know, part of the family, bro. Like, yeah. hearing that intro, I mean, I've heard it so many times and it, it just, it feels crazy, dude. <laughs> it feels crazy being on the interviewer seat. Or wait, on the interview E. Right? Oh yeah, because now well you're now you're going through the ringer and you're about to be our MBS alumni after this. So yeah. Right, that's right. Yeah, bro. No, well, yeah. So you're going from family to alumni. We might have you, you know what I'm saying? Straight up faculty. Hey you guys, we might have Marnica in here. You we we gonna start him at the he, he might be handing out locker codes. You might catch him in the lunchroom when the bell rings telling y'all get to class, you know what I'm saying? I mean Marnica's new to the faculty, Remind, we gotta fit him in. Reminding people to pull their socks up, bro. Thank you. Remind you know? I mean keep uh, you know <laughs> See Shouting out the three dudes on fucking Google, bro. Yeah. So, you know, and the thing is, you guys, is Marlika is one of the few artists who actually listens to the show. So that gives him, he kind of has a leg up um, in terms of the inside jokes and stuff like that. So this should be a real, uh, this should be a, a very eventful episode. But before we get to the bullshit, let's start with the art. Oh, Why don't shit. you tell us your first experience seeing art? Damn, bro. Okay. Yeah. Damn, the question, right? Um, honestly, dude, I think that the first experience seeing art, it was for sure when I was like five. I was like five and my sisters were hella into drawing Dragon Ball Z characters. Mm -hmm. They were obsessed with it. And one of my sisters was really good at it. She drew Goku, you know, like every, like everyone. Okay, okay. And the details and shit. And I just remember seeing the page of like the finished products because she had them all around the room. And um, and I just remember being like, damn, bro, like I want to do this. Like I want to be as good as my sisters. Ooh. And that was kind of the, the whole thing forever, you know. It, but, you know, but it, it's, it's weird because it, they kind of... Shout outs to big sisters. Yeah, shout outs to big sisters. But there's a butt. No, I didn't want to throw in the butt. Shout outs to big sisters and <laughs> and I do wanna say that they always told me, Oh, you might not really you might not be able to really draw like this, but you're good at like doing things out of your imagination. Okay. So then it was kind of like a I was like, fuck, okay, like if, if you know, I look up to them, like, and uh, they're telling me I can't draw that. Mm-hmm. So then, but they're saying, "Oh, I'm really good at drawing things from my imagination. Okay. Let me let me keep that going." Mm-hmm. And that's truly what started it all. So you know what? Let's let's go on this big sister tangent for a second. So because big sisters are influential, I'm hearing for for what I just got from you is. That influence came directly from them. Big sisters are kind of like a source of game, you know? And I feel like, did you have, were your sisters lacing you with the game or was it like, because it's like, okay, they told you your strength, right? And then they told you your weakness. It's like they slapped the shit out of you Uh and they gave you a hug. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's kind of like sisters. It's that, cause like, did you, like after, 
they told you that, then what was your response? Like, did you start doing more abstract work or how? Or not, not, not instantly. Because as a kid, I still wanted to keep it going. Okay. I still wanted to, like, you know, somewhat still like try to like achieve some type of goal and, and draw something that I saw, you know, some okay. type of cartoon or something like that, right. you know? Uh-huh. And so what I immediately went to was SpongeBob. Ooh. SpongeBob was the first cartoon that I, when I was eight, I finally learned how to draw SpongeBob like almost like perfectly. And, and then I started even slanging little SpongeBob drawings at school. And, Every day and I'm hustling, 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 hustling. <laughs> and from then I was also like, oh shit, like I like sales. I like sales and I like art. Okay. I like talking to people and I, and I like making things. Okay. And so, it, you know, I would always draw, bro. Like just, I mean, I can't think of a time in my life that I didn't draw. Ooh. But the SpongeBob one was when I really, like, I considered it like the first flex ever. Okay. It was like the first time that I was like, that looks like SpongeBob. Yeah, yeah. And Falco, my sister said, that shit looks like SpongeBob to me, you know? And I, and, and it, it was crazy. And so that was kind of the first time that I was like, maybe you can do more. So was there ever a competitive spirit or a sibling rivalry as far as art went between you and your sisters? No, not, not really because we all kind of took our own paths. I went more the down the cartoon path, like at an early age. Wow. I started then drawing kind of cartoons after SpongeBob. I, I realized, oh, okay, I could draw cartoons, you know? Uh-huh. And, um, and then one of my sisters went down more down the like realism path. Okay. And she started doing like portraits of people she liked, you know, uh, soccer players. Yeah, that Ronaldo. Yeah, yeah, Chalino Sancho. You know, like uh, like famous like singers and shit. And because yeah. um, this is all in Mexico too. Okay, talk yeah. that shit. Yeah, okay, I, so yeah, we, we yeah. gotta get more into that. Yeah, right, yeah, I'll get to that. Um, but so then she's doing that. And then the older sister, she's doing. Dude, I don't even know what the name of this art like art. It, it, style is called or medium or whatever it, but it was like she would like heat like aluminum and uh-huh. make like images out of it and it was kind of like a 3d yeah she was making sculptures like yeah, in right? a sense. like that, yeah. yeah she was just ma- taking what she had mm-hmm. and she was making sculptures okay yeah and then she'd frame them and like sell them and or like so okay so they were flat so they were like collages sort they, of? no they were like three-dimensional kind of okay thing. and it was like what this... the fuck are those things called there's a name for you that. Got, yeah, yeah okay so we, we dumb over here though <laughs> yeah but you know what y'all do y'all fact check for us so hit them keys <laughs> Yeah, and so she went down that route, and so we each had our own things. So the artistic gene mm-hmm. does, in fact, run in your family. I believe so, yeah, because my mom liked to draw. I have another brother that actually loves to draw, and uh, I didn't meet him till down the line, so okay. that's why I kind of didn't really mention him because uh, I didn't grow up with him, but he's also into realism. Okay. And then, um, and I think that's it. It's four of us. Okay. You know? Uh, you guys all got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bro. And and yeah, so, so shit. Yeah, I guess it does run run in the family. It's hard. Yeah, it's hard. So let's talk Mexico. So so that's where it all started. That's where it all started. What, what yeah. city? What town? It was a small. You know, I don't even know if to call it a town. It was like a village. Almost. Ooh. Yeah, it was. It was like seven hundred people. Ice. Yeah, it was seven hundred people. Yeah, fuck eyes. It was 700 people, and um, we. I moved there when I was like three years old. Uh huh. 
from from Fresno. Okay. And so then growing up over there, it, it always felt kind of different. It always felt like me and my brother were uh, were the only ones that were born here. Mm. So then amongst those 700 people, it's like we always like knew growing up like, oh, like we know that when we hit a certain age, we're going to go back to the States. Uh-huh. It was just kind of like our parents wanted to give us that experience mm. down there. And yeah, dude, and, and it was it was crazy living down there, you know, but but we had a very kind of Americanized family. There. Okay. Like our house stood out from the rest. Mm. Our uncle built it with like American supplies. He's like gotcha. a like a contractor here. Okay, okay. And so he was hauling things down there, building Y'all like a cement. Y'all niggas got that good wood. Yeah, yeah. That but, good cement. Okay, but get this though. He didn't build a floor. And so we had dirt floor on the, throughout the whole house. Okay. And so we had to literally miss that shit so the it, dust wouldn't come up. Right, because more he would he would have needed that cement truck oh, okay, for yeah. concrete oh, things okay, like yeah. that. You know what I'm saying? You're like, nigga, how am I gonna get this cement truck over here? I'm I'm almost hood shit right yeah, now. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, bro. And so, anyways, he built a solid house. It was mm-hmm. it was almost like over there, like the houses. And I'm not talking shit, bro. This is like a, you know, it was no, like my facts. experience. Yeah. Yeah. But it was almost like the three little pigs. It was like it was either made out of you know like straw wood or like brick or whatever you know and then actually there was even people that made like mud houses yeah there was like a little pond and then like adobe or some shit yeah yeah and they would just like you know like make like adobe houses houses, and there was like a whole little community of that and we we had a friend that lived in one of those and we'd go visit them and it's crazy like the you know thick ass walls throughout the whole thing and it you know felt fresh in there all the time it's fucking smelled like the earth yeah yeah and so so fucking even us being the most kind of advanced house there um we weren't the richest there was like another family that like owned like you know like half of the town and and then there was like some other people that were like truckers and shit you know Uh, yeah and so but we were like the most like americanized like i said Mm -hmm. and so you know like my sisters listen to like she one of my sisters has a lot to do with like a lot of music influence too is you know mm-hmm. she was listening to the slim shady lp and fucking you know some hard ass like get rich or die trying oh wow shout Just out to big sisters man <laughs> yeah like you know like like in 2001 like it was like a lot of west coast shit you know because she was living in la for yeah a long time and they so, get us into that music man yeah you know like yeah. they even put me on to like gorillas and things like that See, if your big sister has shitty taste in music, you're fucked. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, right, man, bro. So. And so, yeah, dude, it was like, um, you know, there was a lot of influence from them. And, and, uh, and yeah, I came to the States when I was eight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got any cool, embarrassing stories about you and your big sisters when you were kids? Uh, any embarrassing stories? Yeah, any cool ones? Any cool embarrassing uh, Not with my sisters. One time with my brother. Uh, well, shit, I don't remember this actually, but this is the first thing that popped in my head. Uh, um, I guess he was hella jealous when I was born. Uh-huh. He was like four or five. Uh-huh. And we lived in this in a city at one point for like a year or something, like in Mexico. Mm-hmm. And we lived like at the top of a hill. And I guess he he went out there and pushed me in the stroller. And he was about to push me down the hill. Oh shit! I was like, a, I was like one month old. Fuck! And my one of my sisters seen him about to push me, 
and he's in the middle of the street and, and she just you know stops and runs out there Shout and stops him. to big sisters. So actually, yeah, revolving back yeah, back to the big sisters. Big sisters will save y'all. Hey, they big sisters, you y'all will save our lives. Y'all have saved our lives. We appreciate y'all. We love y'all. This episode is sponsored by Big Sisters. Ooh, yeah, that's real. Cause Tioga Sequoia, y'all niggas ain't never give me that beer. Ah. Ooh, wait, yeah, you know what? And see, and that's that's the thing. So let's let's take a quick break to talk sponsors and shit. We we special shout outs to the Vatican Custom Framery. Have some respect for your artwork. Put a Vatican on that bitch. Mm. Listen, man. <laughs> You guys know I rock with the K scenes, but if you knew better, you would do better. So I got a few cassettes now, right? 2020, it's the year of the Tondo, but it might be the year of the Tabernacle based on how we flipping it. Check it out, you guys. Hit them up. Nigel got those. Man, listen, the Dutch ripple joints, you guys. Just go on the Instagram, check it out, go on his website. He has these new frames he's making with this Dutch ripple molding, and it is insane. Peep it out. You like those Flemish corners. They look real sexy. You like those tondos. They look real thick. You know what I'm saying? But these Dutch ripples is like... When I saw it, I thought it was from Jupiter. So check it out. Have some respect for your artwork and step it up. Handmade in the U.S. from the ground up. You know what I'm saying? Put art on your art. And then, yeah, it's Vatican or bust. Back to the show. <laughs> so. Yeah, man. Um, So. <laughs> that that story was fucking nuts. My, I don't have any. I don't have any stories where like someone made an attempt on my life. I have stories like my little, my, my big sister. Shout out to Chanel. Yeah. She used to tell me things like, like my parents would go to the store. She'd be like, "Your dad's in jail." Like, cause we we have like we you and she's like, "Dad's not your dad. Oh, your dad's shit. in jail." Oh, and she okay, would wait right. until like my parents left. <laughs> so like I like for real. So and what's funny. And that's is, Scarring as a kid, bro. Like well, sometimes you take those shit serious. But Martica, I look exactly like my dad. Like we're fucking twins, bro. Like the eyes, like everything, like we look exactly like it's so funny. So for her to tell me that when I'm a kid, it's just, you know, it just now I laugh to this day so yeah. hard. You know, shout outs to big sisters though. But yeah, my sister was always trolling me, man. She was like, yeah, like, yeah, cause you know, in the 90s, everybody was in gangs and she's like, yeah, okay, I'm gonna put you down with this gang. It's called the L7s. Oh, shit. L7 is square. Okay. <laughs> so she was like, it's the L7 Nubians. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, the yeah, yeah. Like, the Nubians, yeah, I was hella believing yeah. it, dude. Because whatever she said was the gospel to me. You know what I'm saying? The L7 Nubians. Oh, my God. That's oh, fucking nuts, bro. Yeah, that's yeah. fucking hilarious, dude. I have a, uh, I have a quick story. <laughs> It was a, this is a scary story actually. So if you're at, if you're at a camping right now, this is a pool, you know, put the volume up. Um, and I would try to say it quick just so we can, you know, get back to the art. But um, what um, my sister, she one time told me, this was like in Mexico. She told me that she was um, sleeping, you know, and it was like, you know, mid sleep. And then she gets tapped on her shoulder one night. And she's like, 
she's telling you know she's telling she 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 knows it's me she can kind of feel it's me she goes you know hey go go back to sleep leave me alone you know um and then i'm like oh i'm, I'm sorry i'm not i'm not in the story <laughs> i'm not in the story at all actually um and then she gets tapped again she goes go to sleep right? and she gets tapped again and then she finally turns around she said she was fully awake, right? And this is a story, you know? I mean, believe what you want. I don't even fully believe it. I shouldn't breakfast it. <laughs> anyway, she turns around, bro. And she says that she looks from the bottom up. It's my clothes. It's this little gap sweater that I had, a little red one with the white letters. That's a gap, you know? And then she looks up, and it's my face. But she says that he looks menacing <laughs> and he smiles and his smile takes up his whole face mm. and there's just sharp teeth mm. yeah that's crazy she went she went into a panic and then i don't know what happened but then that's where that's where i'm like shit? yeah that's where i'm like I, I don't know if it's real or not because i don't remember anything else after that like the story you know uh -huh. like maybe i should ask her yeah that's what she got definitely revisit, man. So yeah, dude. Yeah, shit's paranormal time, you know? Crazy. Yeah, I don't, I'm trying to think, do I have any paranormal experiences? And I can't say that I do outside of like, you know, when you're a kid, the whole waking sleep thing. And have you ever experienced that? When you're like, you wake up, you, you're asleep, you wake up, but then you can't breathe or you can't move. Like, oh, like, like sleep like, paralysis? Yeah, sleep paralysis. Yeah, no, yeah. no, I haven't. So, but here's how gangster I am, nigga. I developed a way to beat that shit, right? <laughs> In kindergarten, swear to God. So here's what happened. <laughs> it, it, right? it kept happening. Oh, it kept damn, happening. Bro. So what I would do is I would breathe out my nose really hard, uh -huh. and and that would, like, wake up my fucking body oh. to where I could move and shit. Oh, because it was okay, fucking yeah. And you couldn't breathe in, but you were able to breathe well, out. Like, yeah, well, it was like you can breathe, but you can't move. Like, your whole body is fucking just paralyzed bro like and then i would just like take a deep breath in and just out my nose all the fucking air dude and then like i could move my arms Whoa, it was so weird yeah. dude you know yeah because and does it still happen or no oh no dude mm -hmm. it was it was only my kindergarten year because we lived in manteca california okay manteca however you want to pronounce it okay uh, and that's the only year it ever happened is when we lived in those apartments man it was fucking nuts yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Shout out to sleep paralysis. <laughs> no, yeah, I couldn't imagine going through that every night or something, mm -hmm. you know? So now, at what point did you realize, like, you were, like, wanting to really do this art thing, like, fucking serious, balls to the wall? Wow. Uh, that's honestly, that was probably 2017. Mm -hmm. Early 2017. Is when the whole like Mardika name was born, mm -hmm. and it's and it's when I really started taking it serious, mm -hmm. and and when I realized, oh, this is this is what I'm gonna do the rest of my life. There's no no doubt about it. Facts, okay. And before that, it was just for fun, you know. But I was always looking for a career, looking for something to study or get back into, you know. Mm -hmm real estate like you know i tried a thousand things gotcha so 
Man, let's skip forward so we can go back. How is the art? Get, well, not fuck that shit, because <laughs> you know I have a ton of questions for you, bro. Yeah. Um, so, talk about getting your studio here at Broadway. Oh, shit. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, getting the studio here, it was a pivotal moment in my life. Mm-hmm. Because I've been coming here for years, for, I don't know, for as long as there's been Art Hop here, like, I've been coming here. And I, and I always wanted to be in here, honestly. And so... Then when I honestly I, I just saw an opportunity come up. It was like I started following Broadway Studios on Instagram and I saw one time they made a post and it's Shout out to Reza. Yeah, and it said Studio for Rent and I was like, What? Like like it's just like it's just like that? Like what? Like and then so I just called and then Yeah, yeah, I met up with Reza. Shout out to Reza. And and we linked up and he's like Studio Twelve and he's like and I looked at it and I was just like, dude, this is exactly, this is exactly what I need. Shook his hand right then and there. And then, and then moved in like a few days later, you know? Yeah, stand up cat, you here now, man. Yeah, dude. And so it was just, man, it's, it's crazy, bro. Like it's, you know, and, and again, it's, it's humbling to be in here because it's like, there's been so many great names that have come out of here that are here that fucking know of this place I mean you know mm-hmm. this place has got some strong fucking vibes dude and it's yeah. you know to be part of it, it it does feel and then also to just drastically change the whole vision that I had talk and, about that yeah yeah I mean coming in here James mentioned earlier in the introduction about you know, I haven't had a lot of abstract artists, and yeah, and that's what I truly labeled, you know, myself as, and and thought that I was, and and I still am, you know, because I still love abstract art. But then, <laughs> but then, James one day, out of nowhere, I'm in here fucking around, I'm working on some shit, and he goes. He goes, hey, bro. He goes, this shit, and on a, and I can't quote him because this wasn't exactly what he said, but this is what I remember him saying something like, "Dude, like, you got hella work all around that, as, as I can see, you got, you got not only good abstract work, but you got kind of a work ethic." And he goes, "I feel like you could do more. Have you ever tried more? You know, have you ever tried getting into classical art?" Or anything like that, you know? And I was just like, nah, James, remember going back to the big sister thing earlier? Nah, James, that shit's echoed in my mind my whole life is, oh, you're good from your imagination. You're good for, you know? Yeah. So abstract is is from the imagination. Yeah. And that's what I thought that I was only destined to be, you know? But then James comes, comes at me and he goes, he goes, bro, he goes... Draw that Sharpie. <laughs> there was a Sharpie like laying like somewhere in the table or something. And I go, what? And he's just like, draw, yeah, draw that Sharpie, bro. Like, try your best to draw that Sharpie. And I said, bro, like, what? Like, are you kidding me? Like, no, like, I can't draw that. Like, I'll, it'll look like a kid drew it. And no offense to kids, shout out to kids. 
because they got some of the best imagination, uh-huh. some of the most fucking innocent imagination. Right. And I was like, all right, bro, I'll try to draw the sharpie. I drew the sharpie, and and it and it looked good. Fuck looked- yeah, <laughs> fuck yeah, that shit was hard. Fuck yeah. So hold on, you guys. I'm gonna pause this story because because I was there. I've been. I saw, I saw the shit right. <coughs> so listen. He did. He drew the sharpie, and we'll put it up so you guys can see the shit was hard. And uh, but one thing I wanted to tackle is what you said about like the child, the the being a kid, and oh, yeah. you had to go to a place where there was an innocence, like in drawing something that was in front of your eyes, there was this, this innocence, like when you've done abstract work up until this point, now you have a system, you have a formula that you've developed yeah. because of the work that you've created, right? Yeah. Yeah. But with drawing from life, you don't have a formula because you don't have this large body of fucking 50 paintings in your studio, right, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like to pull from. So with me, it was like, okay, all right, let's let's issue the challenge. And then Marnica fucking, you know, he rises, he dunks the fucking ball, he dunked it, <laughs> right? And from there, it's like, now you open up the can of worms because it's yeah. like, oh shit, I can do this. Yeah, you know what I'm really saying? did open up a can, of, yeah, a can of good worms, man. Yeah, yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, man. And it all started from the sharpie, you know. Mm-hmm. And it all started from the sharpie. From then, it was just like, okay, well then, so then, okay, fuck, okay, then, wow, all right, James feels like that about it. And yeah, I mean, I can look at it and I can look at the Sharpie and damn, I'm like, yeah, that's pretty good. And and then, then I said, what's next? And and then it was, <laughs> I, I went into something kind of more extremely complicated right away. <laughs> it was, as we do, as, yeah, as our artists often do, right? Yeah, so I said, oh, I could draw a Sharpie. Let me set up a raw, a one foot raw paper fucking thing, you know? Um, an edible wrap and then some Randy's papers. Yeah. And let me put them all like piled up on each other. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hella like complicated ass fucking things mm-hmm. going on in there. And and I mean, I, I attempted it, gave it a shot, looked pretty good, never finished it. Mm-hmm. Spent hella long on it. And then again, James was like, you're spending too long on it move on to the next mm-hmm. that shit's too complicated for for what you're I mean bro you just fucking last week you were asking me can I draw a sharpie now you're fucking you got three things piled <laughs> up and the lighting's fucking all crazy <laughs> yeah the lighting was super crazy you yeah. guys yeah. yeah so then yeah and then like we kind of isolate the lighting he's like oh okay and then I, but then after that then you moved on, you did something else, right? right. Your next one yeah, the was fallout. the fallout. Yeah, the fallout one, yeah. Yeah, yeah and then the fallout one, yeah, then, then then I went back to that Sharpie mentality of, oh, okay, like, one object, let me focus on one thing, mm-hmm. and start with the box, mm-hmm. you know, and then, yeah, and then just set up the light right. That's when I really kind of started learning, yeah, more about, you know, sight size and mm-hmm. things like that. Because, yeah. you guys, he drew a, uh, a Funko Pop 
edition of the Fallout guy that's like in the box, he has it in the box. So you can actually see the character through the box. You know, he actually did like the whole box with the transparency in it. You see the guy looking through with a smile and stuff. You know, he was he was flexing, doing some different shit. Yeah, dude. And so, yeah. And then after that, it just, I fell in love with still lives. I kept them going and then and then just started looking up images online that I liked and, mm-hmm. and drew those. Um, so, pause real quick. Okay. What was your impression of still life before all of this? How did you view it? I barely even knew about it. Mm. It was like I was so blind to to like doing things the right way or like the like, grapes in the wine glass yeah type. yeah like just the fundamentals in mm-hmm. general like couldn't even name them mm-hmm. you know and and i still probably can't really even like you know like but now i've got a lot more knowledge than mm-hmm. i did just a few months ago yeah just six months ago probably because mm-hmm. it was this year it was 2020 when all this when the sharpie came about probably january or something like that um so yeah so before i hadn't like literally no knowledge of it like it was i was so blind to even opening up to like learning about things you know it was always just you know i refer to it as while and out you know like just doing things for fun Mm -hmm. and only fun Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and if I didn't feel good about something, just stop, you know, and, and walk away, and and just only do things that I like, and never really get out of my comfort zone, other than like actual things that I did, like painting right outside of Tower Theater, yeah, Friday nights doing like a live painting, you know. So how did that come about? Yeah, one day I just kind of had the thought of of hey, like. San Francisco's got like all these dudes painting in the street in LA too you know like by the beach and shit and it was like what like what's stopping me from doing that here you know mm-hmm. so then I went Friday nights to right underneath the tower theater mm, good spot right on the corner there yeah and all of you know Rashawn or whatever and um, and I just took a little easel and and some paint and a backpack and I had some headphones on and, um, and yeah, dude, and I just started a fresh painting from scratch and, and just, um, and I would spend hours there, like four or five hours, nice. you know, wait till like it's like 10, 11 p.m. And, and then, yeah, and, and I'd fucking, you know, then a lot of people started seeing it, like started seeing me every Friday. Mm-hmm. I did it for, I don't know, like months okay yeah and people kind of started to like recognize me every week and and then so then i started taking smaller paintings with me okay and then started selling a lot of those yeah just right there you know like like, hey like you know like not even displaying them i just had them like kind of like to the side Mm -hmm. and then if they were like hey like let me buy that i'd be like oh well like i'm working on it like it's it's just white as fuck right now you know but I got three more right here, you know? Mm-hmm. And then started hand, handing out cards and shit. And then soon enough, the the owner from the Tower Theater came out one day. And he was like, um, he was like, hey man, he's like, uh, I'm the owner of this place. You know, like straight up just said it like a kind of 
And then, um, but he was like, he's like, I really like your art. It's like, um, he's like, what do you say? He's like, we, uh, we like get your art indoors. Like, like we make you like a little gallery. And then I was like, what the, like, yeah, like I couldn't yeah. believe it. And, um, so yeah, but anyways, like, but I don't really talk about that much because it still hasn't happened. Okay. Like it's been probably a year now since that. Yeah, Corona kind of messed everything up, huh? Yeah, well, no, even before that, like, I just, I, like, he probably has 14 of my paintings, and, um... Something like. Yeah, and, and he's, and, and so the paintings are there already, uh-huh. but now it's just, like, him procrastinating on, you know, and not, not to say anything about, you know, anything. Right. But, I mean, it's just the way it is. Yeah, just waiting just for the wheels to turn. Waiting for it, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, you know, it's yeah. it's either going to happen or I'm going to get those paintings back. That's, yeah. So, yeah. you know, but. But in the meantime, you're still painting. You've been doing commissions, right? Yeah. Like a bunch of commissions, would you say? Yeah, I would say that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, people have been hitting me up for a lot of random things and and I've been I've painted a lot of dogs okay yeah Yeah, like probably it all started with just one dog it was my cousin's dog mm-hmm. and then I posted it I spent a lot you know like a lot of time on it I did some research on shout outs to the dogs man <laughs> yeah, shout that's out. a shout out kid man come on man <laughs> <laughs> I learned a bit about you know the canine species and and I painted it, and then and then just from there, it was just like, all of a sudden, everyone hit me up mm-hmm. yeah. for a, a dog commission, and and yeah, th- this year I probably made 10 or 11 dogs. Hey. Gotta love it. Gotta love the dog, bro, yeah. Shouts to Weldon. <laughs> yeah. He's not here right now, but shout outs to him. But he's chilling. Like he's he's not here, but he's alive and well. Yeah. Oh right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It did kind of sound like. <laughs> I just got to pour out some honey for my niggas. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, bro. Oh shit, that's good stuff. It's crazy though because it's like when you started off, your sisters were drawing like Goku and shit like that, but then you ended up getting the studio and this has been the hyperbolic chamber. Yeah, yeah, it really has. Because yeah, because now it's like oh, oh like you just <laughs> you have to spend time. <laughs> you have to like learn. You know, like it was like these you know, like I always knew that. I just didn't think that I could do it. Right. Now that I, you know. Well, it's you have to invest the dividends to reap the benefits. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's the whole thing. People think that there's like this magical shortcut or I'm gonna, I cannot paint today, but then me painting tomorrow is gonna make me even better because for some magical reason, I'm gonna learn something tomorrow because I said on my ass today. Like, it, that's not really how it works. Like, 
We have to beat our paintings into submission. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of times they don't cooperate. <laughs> Every one out of ten times they do cooperate. Yeah. You know, but it's like. And I like so, that term, beat them into submission. Yeah. yeah. You got to put them in a headlock sometimes. Yeah. yeah. To fight. <laughs> it really is, dude. Yeah. And that, but, and it's, and that's where it's like, man, like, okay, like, there's so much beauty that I'm seeing in it now. Whereas before, the beauty was there, but I wasn't able to recognize it. I was just subconsciously sometimes making things that look good. And but now, now that I know why things look good, then I can work harder towards that. You know, and and I gotta say, what helps from from just drawing my whole life and make, you know drawing cartoons and things like that is that it feels like. Um, like you know like I have a steady hand or like there's a lot of things where I find myself naturally being like oh okay like like it, it's it just feels kind of like natural but only because I've been doing it so long even though it was kind of unorganized before but it but you're still doing it you know you're still oh okay I'm putting too much pressure now I'm gonna take you have it the execution yeah. like there's there's mileage there, yeah. right? So yeah. it's like there's so, and that's it's the thing, weird, you yeah. can't substitute mileage, you know, um, and that's the whole thing. And, and when we talk about mileage, we talk about, you know, that that vast portfolio you're creating. You know, you look around, I look around your studio, it's easy, like, 30 pieces, like you'll come in and then the market could probably sell, sell, you might sell two or three, you know, so it's like, but dude's always painting, so there's always this growth that's happening. And that's the thing as artists is like, sometimes we get in a funk and, and we step away from the brush, we step away from the pencil and we think about it. And there is, there's a certain type of growth. I feel like you can grow conceptually thinking about it, but you can't grow in the sense of learning something you don't already know if you don't draw and paint. So it's like, I'm, I'm gaining these concepts, but how do I actually fucking draw this shit? If I don't, if I don't draw five fucking whack drawings, then I'm not gonna get this one good one. Or if I don't draw this, draw draw this, you know, lady, and then work on her until everything's right, then I'm not gonna understand how to do it, you know, down the road. So that's the thing um, I, I, you know, would say to people who are, you know, getting into. If you're an art lover and you're looking to get into art, or if you're an artist, you know, the the ones who are always on it, you guys know we're preaching to the choir. Um, the ones who, you know, are looking to get some motivation in the tank is just paying those dividends to to reap the rewards because it's like. It, it's it's a it's deposits and withdrawals. You know you can't withdraw a sick painting if you're not depositing that time. You know what I'm saying? So that's the whole thing. And you have to deposit time in drawing to get a sick painting because painting is the combination of drawing and the application of color, right? So I'm I'm going on my rant. You guys know how I do. Now let me chill out. Okay, Monica. <laughs> no, yeah, bro. I mean, yeah, you, you made a lot of a lot of good points because yeah, it's. It's really, I mean, you gotta be strong at drawing. 
Yeah. You got to be strong at drawing in order to be strong at painting. And and there's no real, there's really no ands, ifs, or buts about that. Right? Like, what you mm-hmm. say? Yeah. Because even, even if you say, oh, well, I never draw before a painting. Well, you're still drawing with the paint. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You don't just put the paintbrush and then it's all there. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, so drawing is kind of a loose term almost because you could draw with, you know, with a lot of things. Yeah, you but, can. But one of the most popular things would be probably pencil or mm-hmm. charcoal or whatever, mm-hmm. right? Right. And um, You can even draw an ink pen if you want, or right? ink pen, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So there's multiple things, but yeah, it's like... Man, it's like that's that's what I'm realizing right now is that it is the beauty behind that. Like all like you know, like the whole the prep up. The prep up before you actually lay the paint. Because when I was making abstract art there was no really there was really no prep up. It was just like I said, I wanted to feel good, bro. Like I wanted to walk in, put my favorite album on you know, get some shit going mm-hmm. and then and then literally just lay the paint, bro. Like just get my I would love to get my things like dirt like my I would love to just rub my hands on my pants. Like just I wanted it to be messy, you know? And just because it just it was really fun, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but now now there's something that I'm like falling in love with which is the prep up, which is the doing the math doing the math before you start actually painting before you even think of painting getting your getting everything aligned where it needs to be making it's like a puzzle mm-hmm. put the puzzle together you know and then you paint over the black and white puzzle or whatever it, you know yeah. the plan, you know so yeah it it's I mean it's I'm glad to be kind of a, a new student of art in that sense. Cool. <laughs> and you know, it's just like, it's like practicing medicine, right? We just, we practice a, a, a different form. We practice art. So, you know, when you go, if you were to go and you had to get, go and get a surgery, you go, there's a consultation. You know what I'm saying? Like the doctor makes this analysis. When you go in to get, get, get the surgery, everything's prepped. All the tools are there. The doctor's not searching for a scalpel. Oh, shit, him. where the fuck's my scalpel at? Oh, shit. <laughs> it's here somewhere. Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like everything's meticulously laid out. You know, the room's sterile. It's safe. You know, so it's like... You don't just shake the doctor's hand and he goes, okay, so we're, I'm going to start the cut. <laughs> right? You're like, what? I'm not under anesthesia. I just, I just make, you don't even know what's wrong with me. <laughs> okay, but no, keep going. Yeah, yeah, but that's real though. You know what I'm saying? Let's just figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> I got a headache. Let me just, hold yeah. on, let, let's cut your arm and I'll see what's in there. Yeah. <laughs> it's arm day. So, yeah, that's the thing about art is the, is the more we get in touch with like, you know, and, and not to say, it's crazy because I, I far be it from me to lay my artistic, uh, you know, beliefs on anybody and or force them on, on any individual. You know, this show is all just, you know, me spouting out the ass, you guys. I'm just one man. But at the same time, it's like, and not even at the same time, because I know artists who are fantastic painters who aren't super meticulous. Like, I wouldn't say that their methods are super meticulous. I would say that it's more like a, 
it can appear as they're rolling out, but there's such a fundamental knowledge, mm -hmm. it's controlled. Right. But then there are other painters who are extremely meticulous and controlled with what they do in every step of the way. So like, left to my own devices, I would, I just try to do things like, hey, let me go in and just do a painting. You know, let me draw with paint. But then what I found is the more effort I put into the prep, as you were saying, drawing thumbnails, drawing it out in pencil, and then drawing it in pencil and then painting over it, and then adding color to that, then it's just getting a full, you know, I get a better finished product, Martica, but then um, if I just, but then there are some occasions where it's like, okay, we just run tests, right? Like with the Bobby Lee painting, it's like, this is a two day uh, test oh, painting. Okay, right. I'm just running this shit. I'm not falling in love yeah. with it. This is not a portfolio piece. It's just, let's see if I can but sell But you got the shit. fundamentals there. Yeah. And, you, and so that's when you can really just kind of, just kind of flex them real quick. You're kind of, yeah. Yeah, a and, little yeah bit. for lack of a better term. Yeah, yeah, you know? sure. I don't want to wax my own car, you know what I'm saying? But toot my own horn, you know, but yeah, for sure. You're executing right, yeah. what you've learned. Yeah, because right? you're like, okay, like, yeah, like, there's a there's a time limit. It's like speed. Right, and that's what quick paintings do. That's yeah. what they do is they, they, they force you to execute quick decisions based on all your accumulated knowledge. So you have to pull from these things and you're like, okay, well. Let me make the right points. Right, nigga, one shot is one shot, right? <laughs> like, it's just like, you, like with the fine girl, you got one shot and it's just like, and then the whole thing is, is like, getting in and getting out of the painting before you're played out. You know what I'm saying? Like, because it's like, you, you can't too much, it might get played out. You know, like, man, shout out to all the chicks I played myself out with. Uh. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so that that's the whole thing. So now, with painting before, how long would you typically spend on a piece? That's a good question. Um, because... It could either be like it could either be an hour, mm -hmm. or a few weeks, mm -hmm. or sometimes even a couple of years. She shall like it. Yeah. Like it. So it was very, like I said, I had to feel good, mm. and it was a very kind of tribal almost feeling that I had. It was like you know I had to dance around this. She was all Dothraki shit. Yeah, right. Yeah, I had to like. Everything had to be right, mm -hmm. and if it wasn't, then 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 I couldn't say that it was finished because you know an abstract piece. It's hard to say it's finished. Mm -hmm. It's hard to look at something that's pretty fucking distraught and say it's done. Mm -hmm. And someone looks at you and says, "Really?" And I had a lot of like back when I would get a lot of commissions with abstract. Um, some people wouldn't. <laughs> you, could, you know, I have seen a hundred faces of, <laughs> of like, oh, like, like they just can't hide it. It's just like you, mother, oh, like you know, like take my here, take my money. Like, yeah, I don't ever want to look at you again. Oh, like wow. that type of reaction. But okay, but there's a strong but. Okay. Because I've also had another, and I'm really exaggerating the numbers, but I've also had another 300 excited faces about those same abstract pieces uh -huh. because, you know, there's some people that really appreciate abstract art. Facts up. Yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. And they, and when they know that you, you're like, you, they know, oh, okay, he got it right. 
But if you're not expecting it, like some people would just say, oh, it's fine, like in your style. Yeah, you could do it though, right? Yeah, but like, you know, like, yeah, like, but they're expecting something totally different. Uh, and so when you hit them with some, like, blobs on some fucking different colors, and yeah, there's a little bit of, uh, of like, you know, it's, it's kind of organized in a way to somewhat represent what they told They're looking for more, like, form and, like, representational, yeah. like. And I wasn't able to do that for the longest time, you know? Until recently now, I, I feel a lot more confident even tackling those abstract, you know? Mm-hmm. But, so, shout-outs to all the patrons out there yeah. that, you know, took a risk, hit me up. I really appreciate you guys because, I mean, damn, like, I really couldn't believe, you know, that I was doing those projects, a lot of them. <laughs> but... I mean, fuck, bro, yeah. Like, I did a baseball... One of those people that was disappointed, well, I didn't really get to see him in person, but I just know that they were disappointed. He is a, he's a baseball player, dude, like, for the fucking Houston Astros. Well, time. And I don't, you know, it, it's not a name drop or anything because yeah. I don't know shit about baseball, bro. Okay. You could have told me he plays for the, you know, Cincinnati fucking, I don't know, uh-huh. Red Hawks. I don't know anything about anything, right? Okay, so Cincinnati Red Hawks. I was like, okay, so Cincinnati Red like that's hard. Yeah, I don't know any, right? And so this dude's like, yeah, like he sees me. I had a show at Tioga, like in the early days of Mardica. Okay. And I'm there. I got the like the little movable walls and shit. Uh-huh. It's blasted with paintings, you know? And he comes up to me, and, and I don't know him. I don't know any, you know? And then he's just like, hey, like, I want, I'm repeating me, like, in your style. Again, going back to that. Uh-huh. Fast forward, bro, like a month. I go, it's ready. Uh-huh. He goes, okay, cool. He goes, uh, can you drop it off at my parents' house in LA? Because he lives in Texas or whatever, right? Okay. I go, I go, sure, yeah. He goes, I'll pay you for the gas or whatever. Uh-huh. I charged him like five bills. I like it. It was like, at that point, it was like, oh, like, probably the most expensive painting I've sold at that point. And um, I drive down to LA, right, with my friend and shit. I actually had a panic attack on the grapevine, but that's another story. Uh, yeah, I had it, yeah. But anyways. You driving at night on the grapevine? Yeah, at night, yeah. Okay, yeah, I can see that. No glasses. I need glasses. Ooh. I got astigmatism. I'm far, far-sighted. Okay, so for those who don't know what the grapevine is, you want to explain. It looks you like I'm, like, driving up to, like, Yeah, like, please explain it to Mark, because this is great. If you guys don't know, you've never driven on the grapevine, because yeah. I feel them, but you want to explain Yeah, it. well, yeah, like, yeah, in my situation, it was night. You know, I'm tired. It's after work. I, have, I had no glasses at the time, which I needed. And yeah, when you pass Bakersfield, uh, it's a grapevine, you know? And, and if you're headed southbound and if you're going towards LA, you have to get through it. And yeah, you just fucking drive up this little peaky mountain and it's kind of a fucking, just a straight shot up and then a straight shot down. And there's a little pyramid lake on the way and then six flags. And then you're like, oh, cool. Like, you know, I'm alive. <laughs> But yeah, anyways, bro, I fucking so that's a grapevine for the for the people that don't know. So if you if you don't know, now you know. Shout outs to I don't know. The grapevine. That's like one lane, right? Or is it two lanes? I think it's two. Okay. Yeah. But okay, so yeah, so I give it to the mom. Um and then I message him, right? I go, hey dude, drop it off, you know? And I, and I send him a picture of it, you know? And um he, he was just like, 
okay, cool. Like, it was, like, the shortest, like, okay, cool, just got it. You know, like, it was, there was no, like, excitement. What? Yeah. Versus, like. We're always looking for that excitement. Yeah, yeah, it's always, like. that bang. That that long message, yeah. (laughs) And this was just, like, okay, cool, got it. Like, it was, like, oh, shit. Like, you know, but then. (laughs) And I'll show you the painting, too, later on, you know, but. I mean, now that I look back, bro, uh, I'm sorry, because <laughs> it was a, <laughs> it was a big painting. But I mean, fuck, bro, I like I probably wouldn't hang that in my house. You should see it and be like, yo, I got you. I know, I did. I did think about that. I like, damn, like you know, like I've thought about that. Here, here's my fucking inventory. Yeah, man, because it's like. I thought that it was good at that time, uh-huh. but like when I look back at it now, it's like no, bro. Well, okay, see, but we all have things like that. We all have things that we thought were good, and you look back and you're like, man. Yeah, because it wasn't like purposely, you know, it wasn't yeah, you, you like you did the best you could. Yeah, right? yeah. At the time, so, I was yeah. like, fuck, like how am I gonna represent this dude like pitching a ball? Like mm-hmm. he's in a weird stance, he's pitching a ball. It's like from a baseball card, like that's how. <laughs> That's the, that's a sick one. That's a sick commission. Uh, yeah. Flip. Yeah, and then yeah. he's got the little. The only thing you could kind of make out of it was like the jersey yeah. and the probably the fucking hat. But I mean, the face it looked like Waldo, bro. Like it looked like some. <laughs> so yeah, dude. But you know, that's one of the funny stories, I guess. Of. But hey, man, everyone can't be a banger. And then also, you know, the thing is, is you didn't know. Sometimes you don't know the questions to ask to get the answers you want to do. And you don't know the, it's like the, the questions to get the results. Like, how do I make this? Okay, so I'm trying to paint this guy. How do I make this look like that? How do I do this? How do I, you know, and that's, it, you know, there's this internal dialogue that goes on when we're painting ourselves. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like the the more we talk to ourselves about what we're creating, the more effective we are in creating. Yeah. Yeah, and that's and that's lately how I've been feeling now this year when people ask me for let's say portraits like the commissions of, like I did um Freddie Gibbs mm-hmm. and uh MF Doom, you know, yeah, those were some yeah. early, and it just happened to be that I really like those artists, you know, like, I don't know why people hit me up and were like, hey, I need a MF Doom, and then I need a Freddie Gibbs, just out of nowhere, you know, yeah. like, there was nothing that led them on to that, mm-hmm. and, um, and so doing those, I started realizing, like, oh, like, okay, like, what is it, um, like you said, what features is it that make it this person? Because, I mean, you can paint a, a face and it could look like a billion different people. Right. But what is it unique about that's going on right here that all seven billion of us yep. uniquely have? Like, there's not even a twin, bro. Like, I don't care what you tell me. There's something different, you know? It could just even be like, uh, like, what, like at at that point, like your nutrition. Like if you're an identical twin, you know, like it could be the way one lived or whatever. Like, but it's crazy, it, and that baffled me right there. Was like, damn, okay, there's a beauty in that. 
believe in the twins one's gonna have like a mole that yeah. you know what I'm an extra Star wrinkle marks. or something yeah you know what I'm saying like they're probably not gonna have the same birth yeah you know? yeah so that's you know something that it's it's cool to like continue to learn on that and I'm you know I'm I'm really fresh and all these like things like like all these things that people keep now hitting me up with mm-hmm. and like I'm just like oh fuck like bro some of these things sound challenging it's like you know like right now I'm paying, I'm about to paint Noah's Ark <laughs> and it's for my friend's mom and I've known her since I was a, you know kid, a kid kind of and uh, they live in a ranch out there in Nevada and she finally she's finally ready for for a Mardica, you know and so but I gotta hit her with some hard shit bro like I gotta and I told him I, I said I told him I go I bro like I can't do every animal like I can't like I can't do that whole like the crowded art and bullshit podcast and we're back, episode 52 of the Art and BS podcast, the podcast by real niggas for real niggas and real nigga lovers. I am your host from the West Coast, James Rose, with my guest, Art and BS family, Broadway Studios family, soon to be Art and BS faculty, <laughs> Martha. Yeah. So. You know, we got, we were briefly cut off. We were talking about you flipping Noah's Arcs and uh, things like that. But, um, shit, man. It's interesting that, like, the the point you're at in in art, it's like the, the shit that you're studying is directly helping you with the commissions. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Because um, I usually have like a personal, like one or two personal projects that I'm working on, mm-hmm. which, and then the studies and stuff like that. Um, and then the commissions, you know? Mm-hmm. And so when I'm working on the personal projects, that those are the ones that I'm really like learning on, mm-hmm. you know, studying. But you've also been reading that you picked up a, a, a sick ass book, yeah. right? Yeah, that, that's right. Can you talk a little about that? Julia, Julia right? Aristides. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah, dude, bro, that book changed my life, dude. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like on the first chapters, but you know, I'm kind of taking it slow, like, mm-hmm. just, um, you know, now that these commissions got in the way, it was kind of hard to like continue going as hard. Yeah, on yeah, yeah, yeah. But. But I am, I mean, it's, I carry it with me every day. You right. Know? And then, but the stuff that you, do you feel like that helps out in the other things that you're doing artistically? Yeah, dude, like a thousand percent. Because it just, it like, it breaks everything down, you know, and it, and it tells you what you need, not only what you need, you know, but like just how you need to do things, you know, and it's, I don't know, man, it's, the way she just put that book together, it's, it's hard, mm-hmm. you know, and, and the first lessons that I've just, like, done from it, it like, I don't know, it's, yeah, bro, I've learned a lot, yeah. yeah, and that's, and I'm just, like I said, like, in the first two chapters right yeah, now. Yeah, 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 there's a wealth of knowledge in, in, the, in that book, man. 
But you, I, I always tell people that art books, like if you're an artist, I'm always suggesting books to my artist friends and shit like that. And you know, Mardika, he's he's right up the hall, so he'll let me borrow books. I'll let him borrow books. You know, we're we're really good about you know Broadway's a community, so we try to hold it down and exchange ideas and build, um, you know, as much as possible because that's the thing. Um, you can artists we. We already work in isolation. We already create in isolation. So it's like any chance we can get to build with each other, you know, I like to take that opportunity. Yeah. No, that's true. That's true because sometimes, you know, like I'll be in here for a good five, six hours stuck. Like, not stuck on a painting, but just like, like, well, yeah, like stuck painting, you know, Mm -hmm. but like just moving, you know, and then... And then all of a sudden, like, I hear a door knock or, or James hits me up or something or I go outside and I see him and then and then we start talking for a little bit about art or whatever. And then, and then yeah, and then we'll show each other something like, oh, oh, check this out, right? And then so that right there is pretty essential to the process too because then it's kind of like a break, you know? Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, wait, oh, then you go back and then you, you look at the painting and you either think, oh, okay, I'm doing it right, or hold on, like, let me, like, put like put the brakes on, like, let me fucking go back and fix this. Mm-hmm. I was just kind of zoned in and I wasn't even really even thinking right, but then, you know, it just takes, like, a little break yeah. sometimes. You're coming back with a fresh set of eyes, yeah. you know? And then also, you know, um, talk about, you know, you, you, you picked up some oil paints and then you started, because you were, you were using acrylic pretty exclusively, right? right? For the most part. Right, yeah. Yeah, dude, and um, that was one thing that, you know, I thought that I'd probably never do. Mm-hmm. You know, back when I was, um, like, just, when I just first started, it was just acrylic only and... And then I started using other things like ink and um, like watercolor. And, yeah. Uh, I just, but then again, you know, I was having fun. I was walling out um, using house paint, like mm-hmm. just whatever, but like anything, anything that had any color in it, and that, and it could just kind of stick permanently. Like it was, it was there, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Wait, I kind of goes off of it. What? You know, like Dude, we were talking about you getting into using oil paint. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's my job. It's okay. No, yeah, I'm, that's I'm good. Bro. Yeah, that's good. Um, and then this year uh, is like again, it's just when all of this thing, all of this new, these new techniques and interests that I'm taking in art are being kind of birthed, and so. Yeah, I was just like, it, like I had, I had it in the back of my mind, what like to get into oil eventually, mm-hmm. and but like I just didn't know when. I didn't, I didn't think it'd be this year or in, like I didn't think it'd be anytime soon, really. Okay. Because I just, it, it seemed like something so far away from like trying to get into. Mm-hmm. But. Um, I have a friend that like hit me up and she was just like, hey, like, you trying to do a Bob Ross painting, you know? And then I was just like, uh, yeah, like, you know, fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And but I knew that Bob Ross that only does oil, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, bro, well, you gotta do things right. Like, you know, you can't, um, you can't go half-ass on this. I mean, this is Bob Ross, you know. You gotta pay respect to the to the OG. Right. And so then I hit up James, and I was like, James, I need some advice, bro. Like, um, I am gonna do this Bob Ross painting on Sunday, but. I only have acrylic, like, I go, like, I go brush, like, should I go buy some oil, like, some cheap oil paint, like, because I don't want to spend hella money, like, you know, like, it just seems like a quick project or something, and then James is like, oh, I got, like, an old box of oil paint, you know, like, I'll, I'll let you borrow it, I go, what, like, I was just, you know, like, hella surprised, and so I was just like, fuck, like, all right, you know, so then I took the box, and, um, and yeah, it was just like filled with a bunch of tubes of paint, you know? And it was crazy, bro. Like it was, then I then I got like some stuff that I needed for, you know, still like, I think some brushes, like I bought some really cheap brushes. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and yeah, then my friend- Yeah, you need different brushes for your fucking oil paints and shit. Yeah, and then my friend, she had two canvases and I forgot what what else she had uh, but we just started with like with just that like it was just uh-huh. the paint and then the canvas and that and the brushes like that that was it and um and yeah bro we started the Bob Ross painting and and it was just crazy it was the first time that I had ever painted oil and so I was just like like tripping out bro. like it was everything that I ever imagined even though I wasn't even really doing it like right, like it was, you know, like I was doing it kind of half-assed with the things that I had, but um, it felt so different. It, it reacted so different. It was so kind of lenient, and I don't know, bro. Like there was, I could just go on and on about the differences, bro. Like we went out to get some food and then came back. And it was still, you can just fully hop back into painting without, <laughs> whereas before it was just like, you know, like you turn your head and then it dries, you know? Yeah. But, um, so yeah, dude. And then we ended up finishing the painting that day, I think. And it looked pretty hard. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, uh, yeah, I really couldn't believe it that, that I did that. And shout outs to Bob Ross for, giving good kind of instructions, mm-hmm. you know, telling you, lacing you up with the game, you know? Right. And um, so, yeah, so then after that, I was just like, okay, uh, I love this. There's, there's no doubt about it. And I want to learn more about it. <coughs> and I feel like I just, I should, mm-hmm. like now is the time. And then, um, so then I was like, all right, so then I got to buy some paint, you know, and, um, and then, so that's, that's when I hit you up, you know, and I was like, oh, wait, like, should I just run this by James real quick, you know, I was like, let me just see, you know, I was like, and then I was like, Joe James, like, what's up, like, you know, like, (laughs) throw the box or whatever, (laughs) and then, like, how you just get the real, just, like, make me an offer, you know, 
And then I just I didn't even really know what to say. I was like, but. You got a great deal. Yeah. Everybody's happy. Yeah, I got it. We just gonna say deal. that. We're not gonna, you know what I'm saying? Right. Shout out to Barnica for holding me down. Yeah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Barnica for holding me down. We just gonna yeah. say that Barnica held me down. <laughs> I appreciate that offer, brother. I appreciate that. Yeah, man. <laughs> oh, good stuff. Good stuff. And, uh, and we ended up making the deal happen. For real, because Colmar Cash, man, I'm, I'm telling you, he came through for he came through for your boy, man. Yeah, I needed that. Uh, and then he got paint. You know what I'm saying? It's like right. supplies. That's you know what I'm saying? saying? I needed money. Yo, he hooked me up, so I was like, yo, all right, cool. Um, so we've been talking a lot of art. We ain't talking no type of bullshit. So let's get to the bullshit, man. Oh, shit. All right. Mm-hmm. So real quick, I just want to talk to you um, before we, but like the tail and last art topic is I want to talk to you about how things have changed for you during this whole corona thing as an artist. Oh, okay. Um, a lot, dude. Like, I would say mainly just the way that I feel lately. Mm-hmm. Like, the, I wouldn't say like the inspiration is gone. Okay. But it's, it's severely like punctured or something. Mm. There's something gray in the back of my mind lately that just, it's tied up into this whole shit. Like, what's going on just, I mean, with everything, you know? And, and so then that is kind of always seeping in the back of my thoughts. And then, and I truly feel like it kind of affects the art, you know, at the end of the day, because, you know, if, I mean, if this wasn't something, I mean, uh, we wouldn't be thinking about it. Right. You know, we would just be focused on, but I mean, I would, I will say that it does feel like, it, like, Things being on pause was kind of a good time for other things to have some light shed upon them. Mm. You know? Yeah. A yeah. lot. There's a lot of things that is that are being brought up that, rightfully so. Uh, that I've never noticed that Black Lives Matter uh, painting until I'll tell you the story of how I noticed it after we cut this because I don't want to tell you the story. Okay. But I'll t- I don't want to say the story on here. But let's just say the other day, through no um, what do you call it, through no doing of my own, I saw your Black Lives Matter. I was like, okay, that's yeah. right. That's yeah. Yeah, dude. Because you did it like in the Mardica, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it the was. Yeah. Flavor. yeah, it was the Mardica flavor. And, um,. But yeah, bro, so I would say just, like, mainly that, mm-hmm. you know? It was, like, it's just, it there's, it feels like, you know, like a Tim Burton movie right now mm-hmm. or something. Like, it's kind of, like, cartoonish. Right. It's kind of crazy, you know? Where people have no fucking bottom of their faces and shit because they're all wearing masks. Yeah, yeah. It's just so weird. And it's, like, you want to say, oh, like, I want it to go back to normal, but, you know. But then the kind of cliche comment going around is, oh, was it normal? My whole thing is like just seeing my fuckers like being able to say what's up and fucking smile and oh, seeing right, like right. just normal fucking That's true. walking down the street 
people not wearing masks, man. Like, it does something to your brain after or like, a while. Or like, ev- like everything functioning. Yeah. You know, like things right now, like, are on pause. Kind of. Shit, like, uh, yeah. We're functioning like 5% of fucking... Like, nigga, say 30. Fuck 30. We're like 5%, dude. And then, you know, for us as artists... We looked forward to the first Thursday of every month, you know, like that was our, that was our thing, you know, human and like we bust our ass all month and then we get this human interaction, you know what I'm saying? Like we get this, we get this. And not even just a human interaction, but like, I mean, mean, a pretty eventful night. Mm -hmm. Every night, every art hop night is always like, it's, you meet so many people. Yeah. You get hit with just like the city all at once. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a crazy night, mm-hmm. and it's just you know it's it's been gone lately. Yeah. <laughs> Art hop, where you at? Mm-hmm. Man, for real, we miss you. Because <laughs> <laughs> the whole live, you know, Instagram live art shows. I mean, they don't they don't work. No. Christie's, maybe we can pull it no, off, but... No, 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 and that's why I want to do it. Let me... Fuck it. I'm about to get my shit off. Mark, uh, I'm about to get my yeah. shit off, right? Well, this is a bullshit I'm about to get my part, shit yeah. off, y'all. Yeah, well, this is, this is art, but I'm about to get my shit off before we get to the bullshit. All right. Okay, so here's the thing. Um, with what we do, and by with what we do, we, I mean... This we, I mean me and Martica, Martica and I, we make paintings. Am I correct in that? Yeah. Okay, so we make paintings. So with, with, and I'm just going to use you for example. I'm, I'm just going to take myself out of this whole motherfucking equation. I'm going to use you. If I, like, the experience that I get with your paintings, viewing your work, I can never achieve that same experience through looking at my phone, at your paintings, through looking at my laptop and your paintings, there is no fucking way. Because here's the thing, there's, you have to deal with scale, you have to deal with, you know, and then people will say, well, what, like, you know, Mike, shout outs to Mike, what kind of iPhone you got, right? Mike is always on that shit. But it's like, nigga, miss me with that. Like, when you're there and you're looking at a painting, it's completely different than looking at a painting on an iPad. Because you really get to see, like, this painting, dude, is fucking three by three feet. It's three by two and a half. It's fucking, you know, if he gets busy on a nine by 12, I'm like, damn, okay, you're packing a lot of information to a small painting. Like, where however the artist is doing it, see that, and that's the thing, like digital art, you get that, you get full resolution no matter what screen you on. You get aspect ratio no matter what screen you're on. But with our shit, nigga, it don't fly like that. So you gotta be in yeah, the place. There's That's- pixels in our shit, you know? You you don't get the vector fucking full, you know? Well, I mean, like, it, what we do is specifically designed for the human eye. Yeah, it is. Whereas... It's a present... It's meant for a presentation. Well, but... Digital art is meant for presentation, right? But it's not based on, it's not based on you being present in a specific space and it's not based on specific conditions because 
the, the conditions that you display your light in directly affect the experience that the viewer has in viewing your art, right? So if you have light that's centered and it's play and it's directly on your shit and people can see it, then they, they have an appreciation for it. If your light is off, then they they don't really appreciate it. I that's mean like true. That's true. so so these are things where I've I've gotten like, so many comments just in here saying Oh, you know, you should get better lighting on the, like that section. Because mm-hmm. it's true. It's like I have hella lights in here, but there's a lot of paintings that aren't getting that nice light. Which the ones that are, are, are like they look, they look like they should. You know. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a, there's there's certain things that are just inalienable. Like, it, you know, and I'm not, I'm not. Every form of art has its validity, right? Every form of art, and we need that. Damn, you know what? I'm so full of shit right now. I'm so phony, okay? And we need that, right? Because that's, I mean, like, it's a valid form of self-expression. So, um, (laughs) but the thing is, is it's like, you know, you can't, to well to expect for and and, and this is I'm, I, I just want to get this what watch in my brain and I want you to talk to expect for people to view our art in the same um, in the same vehicle in the same presentation as they, as they view another form of art that's designed for that particular form if digital art is designed for digital presentation for you to view paintings digitally that's unfair like so you're going to there's going to be some sort of loss of translation in that view yeah. you know what I'm saying and well what adds to that is that I think that um there's a lot of digital artists that do have studios mm-hmm. and do show at our hop mm-hmm. or photographers, mm-hmm. people that do, you know, print their stuff on, on make prints, you okay. know, and, and, and then they showcase those prints. And so there is, I think, a thing still to add to what you're saying of seeing those in person. Right. To being there and not only that, but you're meeting the person behind the show, mm-hmm. you're meeting the artists themselves, mm-hmm. and that's that's a, the bigger part too. Is like you're not you're not listening to the truest form, and I hope I'm gonna use this. I'm gonna use this artist, but it's hella controversial to throw the name out right now. But I was gonna say you're not just listening to like let's say like uh, you're in the studio with Kanye, and you're hearing Kanye like spit some shit from like an early album or whatever but um but you're there with Kanye you know like you're there with the person that made the thing I don't know like I said I don't know kind of got lost yeah see you know it's it's interesting because music and art if they well okay I'm sorry Music is art. I, I would have to say music and painting or drawing or we need some. I need some other way to you know uh, basically describe what it is like. You know, I get all fancy, fancy and shit. I see what and you're do saying. All that. Yeah. But what? But like painting, representational painting, abstract painting, visual art. Let's just say visual art. I'm doing okay, this thing here. Okay, that's, that's art, a word, right? right? Yeah, visual. So, 
you know that's, but then that's a pretty broad term too because visual art encapsulates sculpture, encapsulates digital art, encapsulates photography. So that's why I try to, yeah, man. And, and, that, and, and that's where some of the, like, you know, more of the layman people will get. Uh, like frustrated with yeah. you. Yeah. You know, and then yeah, they'll, a lot of niggas don't want sh- fuck Yeah, it shies them away when it's like, oh no, you gotta realize the arts are extremely fucking raw. I mean, it's. I, I mean, like we don't we don't need to get into it. It's so fucking big. Yeah. And so this is just painting, it's just a part of it. It's small. There's a small part of the But also, the, 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 when you think art, you naturally think of painting. Or at least I do. Well, I don't know, though, because I don't know if people do. Like, I, right, we do, but I think that you know, we just oh, being self-righteous okay, okay, yeah. because we're painters. Yeah. Right? Like, if you were... Into it, film. Right. Then, like, you or if you were a rapper, like, because that's the whole thing. Like, a lot of times I'll hear people say, like, I'm an artist, and then I'm like, okay, like... Then I don't like well, what type of like, and then it's like, well, they'll, you know, like they're, they're a musician, you know, yeah. and then like, yeah, you are an artist, like, you know, but I don't, when you say that you're an artist to me, I always think like, and then, or the people, when I show them what I do, they're like, oh, you're a real artist. So I'm like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what are we doing? You're like, you're saying this, I'm not, right? Yeah. So then, but no, it's like, I'm a, you know, I just do fucking what I do, I'm just a guy with a fucking pencil. You know, it's weird. Um, yeah, or it's like, cause music, we love that shit. Let's talk a little bit about music, cause that's, you have a, a pretty vast majority of fucking musical tastes and shit. So what type of shit you been fucking with? What, talk about some of that. Um, yeah, man, a lot, yeah, it's, I listen to a, a little bit of everything, bro, mm-hmm. and, and that's kind of a cliche, but, um, but I really do, you know? Uh, I started out with kind of like Mexican music and rap mm-hmm. in the earlier years. Mm-hmm. And, and then like in middle school, one of my sisters put me on to like the Beatles, mm-hmm. like Michael Jackson. And then, and then it just, you know, the doors and then it opened up into like, everything started getting kind of it opened up the mind to music, yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, I don't know. Lately, I've lately I've been listening to like like some soft ass rock, or no, I think it's called art rock. Art rock. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and it's crazy, bro, because I, I couldn't tolerate it almost at some point. Mm-hmm. But but I'm also really into comedy, and so. My favorite comedian, Bobby Lee, mm-hmm. is really into like a lot of these kind of like depressing sounding songs and artists. <laughs> and so naturally, I'm like, let me check that out. Right. And so I fucking, I've been listening, and I didn't want to say it, I didn't want to even talk about the podcast, but I've been listening to Radiohead's entire discography. Okay, okay. You need to get that, um, hold on, it's an EP that, it's called How Am I Driving? It's the How Am I Driving EP, right? That shit's mad rare. See, niggas don't, y'all don't test me, Radiohead, I've been there. Okay, computer is my shit. Because if we're productive, you know what I'm saying? Don't don't fuck with me. 
For real. Fitter, happier. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> wow, bro, yeah. So you know about the yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. get that house my driving EP. That's, okay. that's the shit. And I think I might have that because yeah. I downloaded, like, I thought yeah. all of it. Okay, you got the whole shit in. I've yeah. just been going that's through the, the, like, the main that's ones. Yeah, yeah. Like, Polyethylene, that's my shit, man. Is it okay, yeah, yeah, bro, yeah. Like, like in rainbows, like, I've been mm. on some of that shit hard. Yeah, man. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying like I'm right now like really fucking like into that mm-hmm. and but it's just like it's a, it's a phase I know it and I know and I'm sad that when the day comes where I've listened to every fucking thing and you know and then I'll move on to something will tell me oh fucking hop on this and, mm-hmm. um, and so I show love to the artists like that like sometimes I go on for months and just listen to one artist for months. Mm-hmm. And people around me just fucking hate me. Mm-hmm. I'm sure, like, if you hang out with me, like, I'm, we get in the car, there's some fucking chick, some radio heads gonna come. Right, right. like, this is the zone. Yeah, if you catch me right now, like, yeah, like, that's... <laughs> yeah, man. So that's kind of how it is for me. Fish. And that's the only artist that I named, too, right? Like, mm-hmm. in this whole thing. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, bro, like, I fuck with MF Doom hard. Okay. And, uh, What's your favorite Doom project? Uh, okay, top two. Yeah, top I, two I, I remember us talking about this one time. I want to say Mad Villain. Okay. Or Mad Villainy or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, um, and then I like mm, food. Okay, okay. Yeah. Solid picks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Mad Villainy, that has a fancy clown on it. Oh, okay. Is it, is I hear you in the background whenever I call. Dude, he has the best line on it. He says, because he's talking about this, the girl's cheating. He's rapping as Vic, Vic okay. and she's cheating on him with Doom. And he says, you said you're sorry. That's what they all say. You wasn't sorry when you sucked him off in the hallway. Oh. <laughs> I was like, dude. Oh, my God, dude. Shout outs to Doom. Yeah, shout outs to Doom. So, bro. yeah, yeah, that was a good one. Fancy clown. That's yeah, I like, uh, yeah. is it and called then, Most Blunted or something like that? Yeah, 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 America's Most Blunted, yeah. that's quasi Lord Quaz. Is know? it, and, he wa- and they wonder how he dealt with stress so well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, 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 man, good shit, yeah, it was a good project. So, I mean, yeah, just, those two artists are hard for me, but they're gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, quick story about I don't think I've ever told this story about when I saw Doom and see the thing is is like Doom his Doom okay niggas will be like dude James you didn't see Doom because of the whole impersonation thing but I did see Doom because <laughs> check it out uh, Numo's Seattle shout out to Job hold me down Shout out to him, too, for being mad at me for not paying for you to get in this show. But, y'all, I needed drinks. So we go to the MF Doom show, right? And this motherfucker's in the bar with the fucking Bill Cosby shirt. Oh, like the Bill Cosby uh, yeah. sweater, like the fucking... The green song. one? Yeah. yeah. Like, no, no. It was like yellow or okay. and something. It was like he had all the colors. Yeah, he had red yeah. and shit. But it was like, I'm like, okay, the impersonators don't hang out in the crowd. The impersonators just get on stage at the festival. So that's my reason. And and did I go and talk to Doom? No, because I'm not trying to I'm not trying to soak up 
the spot when a nigga got eight groupies around him. I'm not gonna be that guy. You know what I'm saying? You got five girls around you, I'm not gonna be that dude to try to wade through them, to try to see what's up. Nah, man, you know what I'm saying? Shine on, shine on, him, man. Uh, so yeah. And dude, dude would respect that. Yeah, you got Ben, come on, respect the game. I respect the game, dude. Wow, yeah, and he's, um, and I just, I, I like him for being so fucking just random, bro, like, just continuously has always fucking non, not been afraid to collab with people, not been afraid to do projects with Cartoon Network and shit. Yeah, fucking Angel Dude was a great album. Not only have one name, but have two names, Victor Vaughn, mm-hmm. and then just drop projects under that name. And, and then there's King Gieter, right? Oh, okay, you see, I didn't, yeah, I didn't even yeah. know about that. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, being that kind of just diverse, like, King that's... Leader, uh, take me to your leader, uh. Yeah, that's, <laughs> mm-hmm, yeah, that's and a joy. You see, and that's, mm-hmm. that's inspiring for me as a visual artist mm-hmm. to be like, bro, like, be diverse. Yeah. Be mysterious. Be a fucking... Just hit him with something. Just hit him with something every week. Be a like, villain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like hit him with a Bob Ross one week. The next week, slap him with a fucking like, uh, what's his name? Um, Doctor Manhattan. You know, yeah, like some fucking. Yeah, man. I don't know, man. So uh, yeah. Now I just paint what I what I like. And fucking. And then all the commissions. Some of the commissions kind of take over a little bit. Cause it's just like fuck, you know. You gotta get them going. Yeah. But yeah, dude. What's up, man? So we're moving, grooving through the through the episode. Art and BS podcast, podcast by artists for artists and our lovers. We hope y'all kept it rolled up. So yeah, Marka. Um. <clears throat> so you know, the the funny part is, is like you you talked about two two. Uh, Two musicians in particular, but there is a bunch of shit that you be bumping. You know what I'm saying? So I do have to give that to you because uh, a lot of times you'll bump shit. And I'll be like, what the fuck? What's this fool know about? We bumping some Griselda or some shit. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck does this fool know about Griselda? Like, okay, all right. Um, so yeah, yeah, a lot of Ghostface. Mm-hmm. You know, like a lot of just. I mean, you know, okay. So death. what's your okay? So what are what are your two Ghostface albums? Uh, I'd probably say Fish Scale. Okay. Yeah. Wow, that's okay, man. After my, that's rare. And that's cool. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. It's hard, bro. Mm-hmm. Because it's yeah. He's got catalog. Yeah, yeah, he does. But I would just probably say that one's my favorite. Okay. Yeah. Shaky dog, man. Yeah. Yeah. Big titty bitch speaking in Spanish. Okay, so I'm done. I, I, I need to relax. So, uh, but yeah, he, you know what I'm saying? Like, that was, you know what? No, because I always say, and I've said on this podcast, Rizzo Shaky too, Dog. Yeah, but Shaky Dog, I feel like it's one of the greatest story raps ever written. Because, A, it's just like a complete, from the beginning, like, you get the whole thing. And he just don't stop. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you get the whole from the beginning, like, talking about being in the cab. You know what I'm saying? Like, all that shit. So it's just, yeah. Bit, He's like, like one of the greatest storytellers and shit. Yeah. I said it. See, he said it. I said it. You guys, okay. Marnica <laughs> said it. Fuck it. After that, we're done. Time for us to pack it up. So, Marnica, where, uh, where can they catch you at on the web? 
at mordica.art. Yeah, mordica.art. Um, just catch me on that. Type that in anywhere. Mm-hmm. And you'll see me. You'll see a fucking picture of me eating the corn. Oh, shit. You got any shout-outs? Um, just shout-outs to the good people out there. That's it. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're a good person, just continue to do what you do. I know it's hard. It's hard to be a good person. Mm-hmm. But that's it, bro. Mm-hmm. Shout-outs to the good people. Mm-hmm. And shout-outs so, to my dog, Weldon. Ooh, okay, well. He keeps the vibe going for me, man. Oh, look down. Okay, this is a good question because you've listened to the podcast. Yeah. Who would you like to hear back on the show? Oh, yeah. Um... G Granite's always dope, you know? Right? Okay. Okay. Um, Mike. I fuck with Mike, tough. And who else, bro? Jody, you know? Okay. Jody's always lacing Sick. this up with oh. me. Oh! <laughs> okay, all right, tight, yeah. yeah. Okay, there we go. And then some of the family here, too, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, fucking. Shout out to Adriana. She, 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 shout out to Adriana. Yo, congratulations. Doing murals. Hella pregnant. Yo, the vibes. Hey, we, we, we with you, sister. Hold it down. Uh, congratulations on the, on the residency. Would you say shout out to the queens, right? Yeah, the queens. Yeah, 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 yeah. man. All the art MBS queens, for real. Um, yeah, we appreciate y'all. Slide through all of the queens who've graced us with the podcast presence. And yeah, man. Um, okay, so yeah. Shout out. Vicken, too. Shout out to Vicken. Yeah. Shout out to Vicken and his dog. Rainy. <laughs> yeah, bro. So yeah, dude. I mean, that, man. And with that, you could be anywhere on the internet, but you're here with us, and we appreciate that. Once again, there's some shit I just thought of y'all. Scientific fiction is not admissible in no part of law. I'm out of here like Vladimir. James Drill's over and out. Peace. Art and Bullshit Podcast.